Have you pressed record on the camera? Here we go. <laughs> so you want to know how to get seriously flexible or you want to learn what this thing called end range strength is that I keep talking about. Well, in today's show, we are talking to a master, an international coach, Joachim Hilderson, all the way over from Belgium to do a workshop with us this Saturday. Stick around, you don't want to miss this one. Hey everyone, in case you haven't met, my name's Rad Burmeister. I'm one of the co-founders of Unity Gym and co-creators of the UMS, the Unify Movement System, where we turn driven people into superhumans. And the way we do that is that we've created a program that has a balance between strength and flexibility. If you want to know more, download one of our free blueprints, the Strength Blueprint, the Flexibility Blueprint, or the Nutrition Blueprint. As always, I'm joined by my brother Yanni over here. Unity! And Phil, our resident physiotherapist. But today we have a very special special guest, international coach, all the way from Belgium, Joachim Hilderson. How are you, brother? I'm fine. Thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, uh, if Joachim yawns, we've literally flown him over for this podcast. He's got to go 20 hours back on the plane after this. So yeah. bear in mind that he has just done 20 something. Uh, how, when did, how when did you get off the, uh, uh, leave the airport last oh, night? Yesterday at 10.30. 10.30 yeah, p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your body's telling you right now that it's about 2 a.m., right? Yeah, it's night time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Middle yeah. of the night. Yeah. Good times. And this is your second time to Australia, yeah? Second time, yeah, yeah. Second year in a row. Yeah, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah, yeah man. Look, this is an exciting moment for me because I, um, you know, Yanni and me, when we, we set out years ago that we wanted to create a world-class facility and we wanted to be the kinds of people that would attract, you know, international coaches to come and work with us. And I've been working with you for a while. I've been following your stuff. So it's really cool to have you here, man. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thank you for flying me over and having me, man. Just, well, you just missed the bushfires, the floods, yeah. the yeah. pandemic, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know, like, yeah. considering what we've had recently. Everybody yeah. was scared, like, <laughs> get, yeah. so, get some masks and yeah. whatever, you know, like, uh, yeah. but. So I want to, uh, I think a really cool way to start this conversation, I want you to tell uh, our audience and Yanni and Phil what you told me about uh, what the Jack Russo method is and, uh, you know, how that came about. The Jack Russo method. Uh, so this is what Joachim teaches, the Jack Russo method. And I'd never heard of it before. Yeah. So I asked him when we were having brunch, I said, what's the Jack Russo method? Yeah, maybe it's good to clear it up because I get questions all the time. Like, who the fuck is Jack Russo? And, um, <laughs> and where can where I, can I, I learn his stuff? method? Yeah. What's his website <laughs> and all that stuff? But uh, so actually, it's just all, all fun and games. It's my nickname is Jack, Jack Russo. Um, it came about last year in Bali because for a lot of Australian people it's very hard to pronounce my name. Um, so people Which is pronoun how do you pronounce it properly? Joachim. Joachim. Yeah. Joachim. Yeah. And Jack. most of the Australians <laughs> they're like, all right, Jachim? Uh, Yakim? What, what the hell is it? So one dude uh, will start calling me Jack. And in my mind, Jack Russo was a famous actor and um, I said, if, you, if you're going to call me Jack, just call me Jack Russo, right? Mm -hmm. But I got it all mixed up, of course. It's not a famous actor. Um, I was confused with the French philosopher Jacques Rousseau. <laughs> uh, but it stuck. Which so is I, even cooler. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't come back from that. So it was Jack Russo from that uh, point on. And if you actually Google the guy, it's a fat, bald guy. Like, <laughs> nobody knows who he is. Uh, but the name stuck. And because I give workshops and because I teach, you know, flexibility... It's been labeled the Jack Russo method. It's actually not really a method at all. It's just 
what I have been learning over the last couple of years, and it's all fun and games. But you know, it, I just went with it because it was funny. Uh, it wasn't an Australian guy who decided to call you Jack? Yeah, 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 yeah Will yeah. from Wollongong. Yeah. Classic bloody Australian taste. Hey? Uh, like, ah, too hard. We don't do. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, not, yeah. we're not bilingual. We never yeah. learn another language. It's just yeah. You're Jack from Jack. Now on, yeah. <laughs> See, I reckon you're underselling yourself, man, because I think it is a method that you teach. Because when mm. the conversation that we just had over breakfast, you know, you were telling me these coaches that you've learned from, where you've, you know, taken a bit from this guy, and you know got rid of the stuff you didn't like and and that's what all good methods are you know it's um i'm sure you're aware of or maybe you're not but bruce lee's famous saying where he says you know uh take what is useful you know dispel what's not of useful adds add what's uniquely yeah, yeah. yours and and then yeah, come up yeah, with yeah, what yeah. you've got um and man i mean i've learned from a lot of people but what you know what i've learned from you is uh, is unique and uh yeah it's been awesome man yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah i love that isn't that a cool story about how the, yeah. the jack russo, <laughs> russo. Jack russo. <laughs> single syllables don't don't get us to have two syllables yeah. in the yeah. name, one word, otherwise we lo we get lost. But it's on his Instagram page. If any of you guys that are watching uh, want to check it out, you know, um, on Instagram, you're Hildeson Joachim. Hildeson Joachim, yes. Yeah, so Hildeson and then J-O-A-C-H-I-M. But the, his logo, his picture is the Jack Russo method. Jack Russo uh, method. So it's like, actually, uh, you know, my my logo is two shoe brushes. Yeah. <laughs> two shoe brushes. Yeah, because the when I travel, I always use something... Uh, as a soft tissue tool yeah. and you know we, we all know people oversell the soft tissue tools they're they're expensive yeah. and <laughs> you know they're not always even that good so I found uh, like probably two years back my parents house it had like this shoe brush and I started you know using the handle just to poke some areas like the bicep tendon and all that stuff and it seemed to work so well <laughs> so i travel with a shoe brush and that's why now my logo is you know two if you buy a set of graston tools that'll set you back about three thousand dollars or so yeah so the shoe yeah. brush is like Just seven bucks or hey, six man. bucks not, not no, if you've got no, the jack no, russo you gotta get the jack russo <laughs> shoe brush for 39.99 we'll be that's selling those at the end better. of this podcast I'll for about 900 dollars for sure yeah. it'll be yeah. it'll be up right next to the rolls of toilet paper as the most expensive thing on the market so tell us a little bit about what you do man like uh you know what your training involves and you know what your philosophies are uh, all right. Good question. Maybe um, we could even start. Who did you start learning off? Like, who have your influences been? Who are the people that have really made you go, you know, this, yeah. is, this is the guy that helped shape my training? Yeah, of course. Um, I started a little more than three years ago as, you know, I had a background in bodybuilding for 10 years. Uh, I was pretty huge, but, you know, that's all. That's <laughs> <laughs> all history now. Yeah, it's all history now, man. Like, I got sick of it. I got injured. My elbows hurt. My shoulders hurt. My knees hurt. I had two knee surgeries, you know. I uh, stopped training. Lost a drive. And then, obviously, people need to work. So I started doing shitty jobs, kind of. And it wasn't for me, so I returned back to what I knew, what was sports and bodybuilding, because I spent a decade mm. getting huge. Um, <laughs> so I got a job as a personal trainer and luckily I got uh, a lot of influences from a lot of people. I spent, you know, a little bit of functional training, picked up strength training, picked up a lot of things that were just not completely bodybuilding, but a little bit more in the functional realm, let's say. But um, I actually installed this app called Instagram, of course, and I saw all these people doing gymnastic strength movements, being really flexible and strong at the same time, and I was very impressed. Um, so 
that's then and then I, I started going from there um obviously wanted to learn thought i probably would be fine doing it on my own uh, scouting the internet i'm a little bit of a you know i get obsessed with things so yeah whatever yeah. Else, <laughs> I, you know, you like people with bodybuilding backgrounds as yeah. soon as they like it's that kind of mindset of just like so focused on one yeah, thing yeah, like yeah, any yeah, anytime yeah. they just like shift focus it'll be just you yeah know. it's yeah. very true but i think um i think that what you just said you become obsessed with things like I, we can certainly relate to that yeah. um anyone who gets to that sort of level in anything it, there is a level of, obse of, of, yeah. of obsessive nature you yeah, know? yeah. I think you almost need to. Yeah, I think so um, as well. To master yeah. something. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You, um, I've seen some photos of you. There's one that comes to mind where you're lifting your leg to your head and your knee looks like it's in like hyper um, extension. Yeah, it hyper extends a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah really. No, it used to not hyper extend at all, but like it just so, so shapes that way through uh, mobility training. Yeah, that's right. what my question was. You yeah. haven't always been hyper no, mobile in the no, joints. No, definitely not. And most joints still aren't hypermobile but my knees they are I just started doing a lot of Jefferson curls and variations and they kind of and always with completely locked straight knee yeah because you see like the people that don't straighten their knees in the Jefferson curls they kind of lose the benefit of strengthening the back of the knee as well as um, stretching the calves yep. kind of thing yep. and if you're used to straightening the knee completely it'll transfer to body weight movements like presses to handstand and all that stuff yep. and it usually just looks better so yep. how do you find your knees now with the hyperextension do you have any issues with never. like if you had to jog for the bus or anything like that do you get any never had a problem with that yeah. i had a lot of injuries you usually they were my, my fault but knees have never been a problem i've done jefferson curls a long time i did 20 kgs on a 68 65 kilogram frame for months on end and yep. then went up to 30 and 40 after many months and then even at a day like i never went over 40 and then one day i thought let's just test my max with you know hyper extended knees and i went up to 72 and a half kilograms pull it out uh pull it up perfectly fine stupid that i am sometimes i went up to 75 and my knees almost snapped uh, <laughs> <laughs> because of the pressure but you know yeah, yeah. That, that was it but i was actually pretty surprised i could pull 72 yeah, and a half on a absolutely. 65 kilogram yeah. you know body weight you, you know? know um before um working with you i had an idea of doing much heavier jefferson curls that i've been doing now yeah. um you find that you get better results from from not going too heavy with it yeah yeah i don't i don't it's just one of these things it's it's still something that we're aiming for mobility, we're aiming for range, for comfort in a deep position. So lighter loads, they assist in the stretch, but they don't let your body like uh, get tense and just stop. Because once you get too heavy, it's not an end range strength thing. It's not your max range you're going into because your body's gonna be a little bit careful, nervous system's yeah. gonna be maybe it's, it's, it's the brain, you know, the brain has to think it's safe. So if, yeah. if it's not perceived as safe, you're not going to go as far. So I don't see too much benefit in going very, very high load yeah. most of the time. Yeah, man, I was yeah. doing, I got up to 32 kilograms and then I dropped back to 20 kilograms yeah. and I'll, I'm getting better results with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I, and now I play around between 16 and 25. Yeah. I find that's a really sweet spot for yeah. me. It just depends on what I'm trying to yeah. achieve in the workout. Yeah. 
like if it's a working set or if it's just a warm-up mm. set or something like that. Yeah, and hopefully that should sound pretty familiar for what we've been talking about with yeah. how flexibility is actually developed. It's your, yeah. your nervous system trusting that yeah. movement and not, yeah. and not locking on. It's not so much your yeah. muscles, you know, becoming these long, <laughs> extra-long mm. muscles. It's about your nervous system. So yeah, yeah, yeah indeed. And, and there's ways to scale the Jefferson Curl, for example, now that we were talking about the subject. It's, I, I'd rather go from two legs, just a bilateral uh, yeah. Jefferson Curl, with 20 kgs to a 15 kg Jefferson curl that's staggered. Yeah, single yeah. leg, you mean? You yeah. Know, yeah. Staggered it in like one foot. Yeah, that's what just I'm doing at the moment. Yeah, 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 one leg been, straight yeah. and one leg down. Firmly planted and the other foot is just on barely on the toes. And you get all of the stretch going into the back of the knee, the hamstring, the calf. Your face falls flat on your shins and it's, it's, it's a very, very deep stretch with only 15 kilograms. So I, I prefer those type of things yeah. over just, you know, pulling a body weight. Uh, Jefferson Not Cole. sure if my face would be flat on my shins when I do <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> would, um, <laughs> would you, it takes some building up. Yeah, for someone who I guess hasn't uh, got to the level where their face is flat on their shins, would yeah. you suggest I give the one-legged a go or no. do you think work on two-leg until you get to the point yeah, where I'm very, you I'm very precise in my build-ups. Uh, like I said, I got injured <coughs> a lot of times trying to test out these things before I got, you know, to learn from my teachers too much frequency, volume, too much interest in different exercises. Um, so I was playing all day, which was a huge strain on my body. So with my clients, I'm the other way around. Yeah. And I let them do a lot of the same stuff for a long time, but usually that reaps a lot of benefits. Um, so before they're kind of perfect with just the two legs on the box, like they're not doing anything else. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they the, uh, should be yeah. already nose to shins already, you know, yeah. before we're going into a st uh, staggered. Yeah. Stance. Yeah. So skinny big sounds a bit familiar with. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Coach is trying out things. So yeah. Yeah. Mistakes hey, that's you. what we're here. That's what we're here for, guys. You know, to, to mess ourselves up so you guys don't have to. Yeah, <laughs> very true. That's that's right. Very that's true. Right. Guys, if you've just tuned in, uh, this is Joachim Hildeson, international coach from Belgium, uh, doing an end range strength workshop at Unity Gym this weekend. Whilst you're watching. If you want to pull out your phones and have a look at Instagram, uh, put in Hildeson Joachim and uh, check out some of the cool stuff that he does. So what do you think? Because um, I, was, I was really blown away by how far you've come with your training when you told me that you'd only been doing it for a few years. Mm. What do you think the secret to your success is to get such uh, great results in such a short amount of time? I think in some ways, some things went all right. Like my compression wasn't too hard for me. I had to work from, for it, but like I see more of my clients who have way more of a struggle with it. And then other things just still are coming so slowly. Um, it's just one of these things where I think training strength the right way is a very good approach to becoming a little bit more flexible. So in my mind, strength, strength means safety and safety means range. So um, that's kind of what I've been using. And for some of the exercises that I was doing before, I, you know, just by accident kind of got into the right routine and just starting to make good gains. And where I had, you know, no experience whatsoever, sometimes I use techniques that was totally bullshit actually. And just that's why I'm, I'm still struggling today with, with other stuff. But, uh, <laughs> 
Yes. Aren't we all, man? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Our clients benefit yeah. uh, and get quicker, almost uh, get good almost quicker than we do, right? Because My clients are always better than me. Yeah. Man, it's so insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they say, you know, when I used to do Kung Fu, um, my teacher used to say it's it's almost the destiny of the student to surpass mm. the teacher because yeah. they benefit from all yeah. the mistakes that the teacher yeah. made. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. What I'm trying to do is like, if I teach somebody now online or, for, or if I give a workshop, I try to think like, how would I want it to be coached when I was younger and stupid? Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's, that's essentially what my workshop now is and what I teach my online students, like how I would have built myself. Yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, after with a lot of experience and a lot of injuries, you learn a whole lot. Yeah. And so you go a little bit slower because, you know, the injuries that you sustained, it's one of these signs to the brain that it's not safe. Yeah. And the first strain is all right, you heal pretty fast. Second strain, you heal a little slower. Yeah. And you know, these little aches and pains come popping in and then in certain ranges and then you need to convince the brain again that it's safe and that can take down, can take up a whole lot of space, you know? But um, yeah, it's very interesting because you learn so much. You learn yeah. so much. I wouldn't yeah. have it any other way actually because I wouldn't be a teacher if I didn't get injured if I didn't hurt myself. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Everyone at this table yeah. has yeah. suffered some pretty <laughs> bad injuries and um, it's such a valuable asset when you For are sure. a trainer to yeah. be able to, like I, I, I knew, I mean I've in the last uh, three years I've had a meniscus tear and this injury to my shoulder and I know more about the body now from those two injuries For than sure. I've ever yeah. known before. It's what yeah. got me into studying physiotherapy, just yeah. like oh, I'm spending so much money going and seeing professionals, I can sort myself out. Can you say the thing you just said before, uh, the strength is safety and safety is range. range. Yeah. Really yeah. like that. And I yeah. think that fits in really nicely with, I guess, the unified yeah, system yeah, and just yeah. how you, um, you know, it, the strength and the, and the flexibility comes together. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. And one of the really cool things that came out of the conversation for me that we just had um, over Brecky before was, um, you know, I was asking you about some of the ways that you program how you do. Um, you uh, you know you're always strengthening the um, antagonist, so the muscle that's going to pull the joint to where you want it to go before you stretch the agonist, the muscle that you're not. A lot stretching. of the times, yeah. 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 Do you want to do you want to uh, talk us through again why you do that <coughs> and why you think that's such a good uh, good idea? Well, you know, basic and good efficient mobility training, in in, in my opinion, is just strength work on both sides of the spectrum. So you've got your shortening side. Like if I if I if I'm talking about a front fold, you know my hip flexors pull me deeper, mm. my hand pull my hands f closer to the floor, and my hamstrings have to lengthen and just allow it. Mm. So, if you're uh, taking the concept of strength means safety and safety means range, if your hip flexor get, gets really strong into flexion, obviously that means that the hamstring will not complain as much as he sees there's so much strength on the other side. And it's one of those things that can be applied to the entire body. Um, and also sometimes we, you know, we activate the shortening tissues before going into lengthening side stuff because what fires first, um, um, what fires first will always fire stronger in a contraction or has the potential to fire stronger in contraction. So if you get your glutes ready and active and you know really working hard into the shortening range, 
after that, if you do your middle split sets, you know, mm. almost in instantaneously, you'll probably go a little bit deeper because mm -hmm. all the muscles that should be pulling you actively into that position will be ready to go and will have experienced the shortening. Mm -hmm. uh, which they need to do to pull you in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah and if you guys want to see an example of this, we just put this video up on YouTube of this middle splits workout um, where I'm giving a couple of examples of exactly that, of this concept of strengthening the glutes before you stretch the adductors. Um, and it works, man. Like yeah, I'm yeah. getting so much more flexible using this yeah. stuff, you know, this end range strength yeah. concepts. So listen, we're going to finish that. We've got Joachim here for the next couple of days. So we're going to have him on the show and we, won't, we will be on time tomorrow because we have to do this whole amazing set up Yanni and Phil and Richie were working for it but um, so that you guys have no quack I can see you've jumped on um, thanks for tuning in brother and uh, Billy Bob um, good to see you on the show man and Craig Jenkins as well but um, we're gonna get uh, Yoakim on tomorrow and Friday to talk some more specific stuff after I've spent a bit of time um, training with him we'll have some good conversations and if you want if you're in Australia if you're in Sydney and you can get down to unity gym this weekend we've still got a couple of spots left for this end range strength workshop it's gonna be epic it's gonna be held at unity gym from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. with the man himself we're all gonna be there so um, if you don't know where to get tickets you can go to our Instagram bio there's a uh, no actually you need to DM me and I'll send you a link for it so just put a message in here or on YouTube. And uh, yeah, it's happening this Saturday. Thanks for coming on, brother. Every, every, time, every time I watch you tap the table sorry. there, I was just like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, um, I want to do a big shout out to everyone who watches this on YouTube when we um, <clears throat> upload the stream. How sick is our setup? Smash the like button if you think so. And um, a big shout out to everyone listening on the podcast. Yep. How yep. sick is the setup? You can't see, so yeah. you have to go yeah, to YouTube. Yeah. But there's four of us. There's four of us on here. Four you can voices. hear four voices. Yeah, so that's yeah. right. There is four voices in this uh, in this stream, and uh, it's very exciting because this is just a test run. It's going to get pimped now, and uh, we're going to get some pretty cool gear in here. So. Uh, very excited. Yeah, and a run of those people on the podcast. We had our first person put the uh, the voice message through. If you go to the description of the podcast, you can see how to do that. Send us a little voice message, and we can even uh, you know maybe add that to the shows and, and yeah. get some. Yeah, well, that's that's actually well, a really so. good way of playing. You can play the questions so people can hear it, and yeah. Um, yeah. make sure you get your questions in for us for your team and um, yeah, for tomorrow's uh, show. For tomorrow's show, yeah, we're very excited. We'll see you all soon, guys. Thanks for joining us, brother. Thank you. Man. Unity! Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.